I've seen enough dead bodies to know they can look peaceful. Calm, even. At rest. Princess Gordon was not that sort of corpse. It wasn't her fault. Anyone would have struggled to look serene when they had been battered to death, then shoved into the boot of a Nissan Micra and left to stiffen into full rigor mortis. I'm going to need to get her out to give you a proper cause of death. But from a preliminary examination, she was beaten with something hard but rounded, like a pole, sometime within the last 24 hours. The pathologist stood back, touching the back of one gloved hand to her forehead. I can't narrow it down for you yet, but I'll have a look at stomach contents during the post-mortem and make an educated guess. I can make an educated guess for you now, it was her husband. The voice came from beside me, where Detective Inspector Josh Derwent was taking up more than his fair share of room in the little ring of officers and crime scene technicians that had gathered around the back of the car. The garage door was open, but it still felt claustrophobic to me in that small, cluttered space. The air was dusty, and the lighting cast long, dark shadows. I felt as if the piled-up junk was reaching out to grab me. Derwent had his hands in his pockets with his elbows jutting out on either side. I had already inched away twice to get out of range, but there was nowhere left to go. She wasn't married, I said. Partner, then, whoever that bloke is in the house. Adam Olasugwe. Him. What makes you say that? The pathologist was new, earnest, and heavily pregnant. I wished she would just ignore Derwent. She had no idea what she was dealing with. Bound to be him. If you're basing that on statistical probability... Derwent cut her off. I'm not. One of the response officers cleared his throat. I thought he was going to raise his hand and ask for permission to speak. He said he came back and she was missing. He said someone must have come into the house and attacked her. Yeah, he'd know. He was the one who did it. Derwent waved a hand at the body. Say this wasn't a domestic, say it was a burglary gone wrong or a random murder. Why bother putting her in the car? Why not leave her in the house? To hide her? The response officer suggested. Why, though? It's hard work moving a body, and she's a big girl, too. Look at that arse. Sir. I didn't usually try to manage Derwent's stream of consciousness, but I had seen the look of shock on the pathologist's face. Dr. Early, who had arrived late and made a joke about it, Derwent hadn't laughed. What is it, Kerrigan? He glared at me. I didn't dare say why I'd actually interrupted. It would only provoke worse behavior. Just why would Olasugwe move the body? He was planning to get rid of the body, but then her sister came round. It was Princess's sister, Blessed, who had found the body and called 999. Last seen in hysterics, being comforted by a female officer at the kitchen table, she had been too incoherent to interview. Why would they want to kill her? Early asked. Your guess is as good as mine. She was having an affair, or he was, or she didn't do the ironing.
He looked down at the pathologist's rounded belly. She was four months pregnant, according to Olus Sugwe. Women are more likely to be victims of domestic violence when they're up the duff. That's a myth. Dr. Early put a protective hand on her stomach, as if she was trying to shield her unborn child from Derwent's toxic personality. I personally felt lead-lined hazard suits should have been standard issue for anyone who came into contact with him, pregnant or not. Derwent shook his head. They did a study in the States. Murder is the third most common reason of violent death for pregnant women. What else kills them? I asked. Car accidents and suicide. Women drivers, eh?